0: Joe Frazier, the Hellraiser, raising
1: hell with the flavor, terrorize the jam like troops in Pakistan, swinging through your town like your neighborhood Spider-Man, so uh, tick-tock and keep ticking, when I get to flipping off the s**t, sh- I'm
2: kicking, the Lone Ranger, co wet danger, deep in the dark with the art, to with the charts apart, the band do- Welcome to the I Want More Comics Podcast. My name's Richie. I'm Zach. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. And we're here... I'm back as you can tell it's I did, the rebirth I, I, I am a brand new number one it's gonna be great <laughs> so uh, it's our rebirth issue
0: it's issue 13 where Richie comes back I feel like, I, so I got, feel like more uh, of a DC yeah. number one or a Marvel number
1: one I'm gonna like, say I'm
2: a, I'm a DC first? number one
1: I feel like you're not Marvel you haven't changed uh, your hair color and no, decided is, uh, this to is uh, all new all different, hate Frank Richie. Miller you hate Frank Miller now <laughs> 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 and not, this is your no. new
3: this is your new not one of Stanford us is gonna quote. check and see if you're the same gender yep I'm Still, yeah. Uh, a I'll
2: thought. do it. I feel like around the end, you know, my story got played out, and now we're going back to the basics, the classics. Okay. I think, and, you know. So, I mean, so, does that just mean your hair got bigger? That's right. It's right. <laughs> everything's. <laughs> it's getting. It's getting real. I'm back from classics. SDCC. We're gonna get into that, but first we should start off with the news. All right.
1: Uh, so, as Richie was uh, bringing up, uh, most of what we're going to be doing tonight in the Spinning the Racks is going to be news from San Diego Comic Con. Correct. So, the only thing I'm going to talk about really quickly in the news here is that we just found out that Jack Davis, a longtime EC and uh, mad artist, uh, died today at the age of 91. He was
0: the last remaining EC artist. He was the from last the remaining,
1: group. yep, mm-hmm. he was the last one. We just had a conversation about him. Not, not, well, not the EC. One, yeah, the yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. EC and all that
1: kind of stuff. Um, and so, for people he out was there. 90-
0: Ninety-one years old. It's a good he run. He did have a pretty full. That's life, a good run for
1: people who uh, maybe don't know the name right off. If you've seen any of the Mad characters, character type yeah. stuff, yeah, yeah, like when they did a like, lot of that movie work. posters, and if you if you grew up seeing like when Mad would do movie movie things with like The Godfather, it's a Mad Mad World, or whatever, he the was the one. Up. Yeah, he was the one who who did the art on that. So. Uh, and he did a lot of stuff for EC. He did a lot of the horror comics. So if you see that, um, it's... Uh, uh,
0: he, was, he was big for the, some of the covers yep. for like Tales from the Crypt and that kind of thing. Yep,
2: exactly. So, sadly... The thing I like about him was, when we even when we discussed it, it was a dude that got hit by that censorship... Mm-hmm. Um ordeal and kind of went, fine, if you don't like this, I'm going to go over here and just make fun of everybody. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. You know, and it's, he did that forever. Talk about a guy that lived by his own path, his well, own it's, direction. Well, it's funny,
0: because all the EC books were kind of big back then, but Mad just exploded. That was the biggest thing for a while. Yeah,
3: I and mean, he spent a lot of time lampooning the people that were causing the problems. Mm-hmm. You know, like... So something real that's a yeah, sad one no, it, it's, it's sad but uh, we
1: just found out um, so if you'd like to m- know more about his work definitely check out some Mad and EC stuff it's all over the internet you can buy some collections condolences to his family absolutely,
2: absolutely. alright well from there uh, we'll move on from a sad note to, to a good note yeah, yeah to uh, a good fun. note uh, picks of the week how about that picks what do we got? of the week uh, um, I guess let's start with Sean. Let's start with Sean. Yeah, it's, it's fun. I, I like it. Interesting. No, I like it. it I, it I dig it. just kind of. I was like, really? I wasn't <laughs> expecting it
0: either. So let's. So my pick of the week this week is Scooby Apocalypse Number Three. Hmm. Um. This book is awesome.
3: It's a lot of fun. So I remember
0: a couple, a couple episodes back. I believe we talked about.
3: We talked about the number one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because we, yeah. we we had talked about when I went to the Comics Pro meeting and Jim Lee was like the biggest cheerleader for this book. Right. Well, he's kind of not wrong. This book's actually pretty awesome. Um, it's not anything like the Scooby you remember no, as a kid. No. Not at all. Mm-hmm. And I just every time I read it, I thoroughly enjoy it, and I want to read the next one. So that makes yeah. this that makes this completely worth. Picking up if you haven't picked it up already, um, it's done by Jam D. Mateus and Keith Giffen, and I don't remember who the other two are.
3: Yeah, Howard uh, uh, Porter, Porter and Ingo English- Sham had yeah. a little bit of art in it too.
0: So it's it's an excellent book and the story. The way the story paces and is told, I actually enjoy greatly. And it takes the characters you know from Scooby-Doo, and you recognize them for what they are, but they're still just en- enough different and more adult that you can. I think I believe anybody can read this book. And really enjoy it. They, yeah.
3: they modernize some elements and <laughs> well, you know, like you bring in a little bit of, like the technology new age type area into it. Well sometimes Scooby
0: does emoticons from his little i monocle
3: things. So. Yeah, I mean there's there's <laughs> there's some pieces in there that are a little bit different, but at the core there's not it's there's still, not a it's difference. still Scooby Doo. There's right. oh, there's yeah. still there's right. still a giant mystery. They're still trying to figure out you know what's going on. Um, you could sing the theme song and still have all those elements. Pretty much, yeah. That's really where it's at.
1: Yeah, this is this is the perfect way to update something but keep the heart of what it is. Well, and it's uh, a new intact. it's a
0: new introduction because this yeah. is all of them meeting for the first time as well. Sure. Still, yeah. So,
1: yeah. But it, like you said, it still has the spirit of Scooby Doo without
0: being the '70s
1: car Campiness and, the, and kind of yeah and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So,
0: so I, yeah. So it made me. I know this is really off my beaten path for a yeah, normal I pick mean, for me, but well, I know I, I you think like the hell other, other ones. ones yeah. yeah. I mean, I liked that it enough that I actually those. put it on my list that I want to actually, you know. Take it Continue. home when you read it, yes. Well, that's
2: also- that says a lot, well, that it's a story that you kind of wait for the next comic to come out and go, oh, sweet, I actually cool. really care get, about this story. We're going to read some Scooby. Right. <laughs> yeah, boy. That's exactly what you're looking for in a comic book. Um, Absolutely.
1: All right, so, Zach, what about you? Uh, so my pick from last week was a Black Hammer, number one. Which excellent. is my runner-up, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's from Dark Horse Comics, uh, written by Jeff Lemire, uh, art by Dean Ostrom and Dave Stewart. And um, again, uh, so I'll just say right off the bat, uh, Jeff Lemire, that's the reason why I picked it up. Uh, I saw his name on it. Uh, The covers um, really grabbed me. I grabbed the Jeff Lemire cover because it harkens back to an old Justice League cover, Mm -hmm. um, which I love the old Silver Age Justice League. So just right off the bat, I went, okay, Jeff Lemire looking at this cover, old school, I'm digging it. And then when I got into the story, I really, I, again, it just shows how much Jeff Lemire understands with what he's writing about and how he sets up story. Mm-hmm. Basically, the main gist of this is it's um, archetypes of different superheroes. Something happens, and they're stranded on this farm. Uh, what And they bring it up for uh, in the first couple pages for ten years. And the, again, they get uh,
0: displaced from their. They get displaced,
1: basically. yes, and some and and everyone, all the different heroes have different feelings about it, and of course the main character is a Superman analog, so I g- gravitated towards that, and I gravitated towards his, um. He he wants to make the best out of it, and some of the other people. Are still kind of upset that uh, that they're living on a farm. Right. Um, so you find out about all these different characters. You find out about what's what's their deal, and it's it's still also an ongoing mystery. Um, and you're also trying to figure out, what's the deal with Black Hammer? Because Black Hammer is a character that you're trying to figure out more about. That's why the book's called Black mm-hmm. Hammer. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's Jeff Lemire. It's that quality. If you've read any of his other stuff, it's going to be in that same vein of quality. Um you know, it's it's that's oh, you why you can I pick put it, it up, up
0: there with like Trillium and stuff like yep. that as far as their writing goes. Yep, it's, it's that solid. Yeah, it's yeah. And it, I, I got to read this as a PDF about a month or so ago before it even came out because Dark Horse sends us those PDFs the pre. To, so we can actually adjust orders if need be. Mm-hmm. And this was one that I told Keith we had to yeah well, definitely pump up orders on it because I thought it was going to be kind of a hit.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, and that's the thing that I also love. Uh, people taking the superhero archetypes and doing a different story with them. Oh, this is my Superman. Oh, this is my Batman. Oh, this is my, you know, whatever. That's been done many times before. And a lot of times they are in the same umbrella of stories. Mm-hmm. But this one is really unique, and I've never seen a story exactly like this. And that's what one of the things I'm really excited about. You take a character, an archetype like Superman, like uh, Martian Manhunter, and put him in this weird uh, situation. Why are they there? What's going on? Um, it's it, it's fantastic.
0: Well, I think the only book I can actually kind of make a comparison, and it's a minor comparison to, would be like Common Grounds. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Because you're, you're, it's still the superheroes in Common Grounds, yes. but you're taking yep. them into a different element. Yes, sure,
1: absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So it's not, it's, so it's not a quote-unquote superhero tale in the old-fashioned way. Right. Jeff is doing something really different with superhero archetypes. So, um...
2: I really enjoyed I enjoyed I mean, it yeah to, for me just to pile on it's uh, the story is it's one issue and in that issue the things I really enjoy is obviously Lemire's just natural ability at this point to make you care about something you never yep. knew about yep. and within one issue. And then uh, here, to me, this black hammer and the mystery that's kind of shrouds it is a hint, at least to me, of a consequence for a um, like, let's say, earth-shattering event, like mm-hmm. an, an infinite crisis or something, and it's something like that. You and know. W- I just, I love the concept of actually following the consequence of something that epic, mm-hmm. and that being something that these these heroes have to deal with, because that usually it's always like, oh, big conclusion. Wipe, 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 yeah. everything's good. And yeah, we're moving on. And <laughs> this one has a 10 year punishment to it, and I think that just that alone is interesting enough to follow the book to wherever it might go.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I
2: highly recommend it.
1: Um, definitely should pick this one up. Excellent.
2: So, my pick this week was DC Universe Rebirth Justice League number one. It was, yeah, it's good. <laughs> so, Justice League. Um, is a big book in my case because I enjoy obviously team arcs, Black Hammer being one you know, uh, anything that has a team arc has already warmed to my heart so I I pick it up immediately and especially with my characters and this being the next phase of Justice League, I was really kind of interested to see where Rebirth and the kind of whole movement was going to take them Uh, I've heard you guys talk about Superman and it feeling like you're going back to the classics and it feels good and it's mm-hmm. uh feels like the old writing. Brian Hitch writes this and uh I I now know what that feels like. Yep. It definitely feels like old Justice League when I'm reading it. It feels it just carries me through uh eat breathlessly. I'm just Flipping through the pages, wanting to know more and more and more. Uh, no one seems to be outshining anyone. Mm-mm. Batman and Superman are in this in one page. Mm-hmm. And it's everybody is. It's a catastrophic event, and you don't really know anything yet, but it just feels good to he- see these heroes doing what I feel they're best at, which is communication. The twist on this outside of the old Justice League is this new Superman, or in our case, our old Superman. And they give him a nice little homage that yes, they do. just fits perfect. You feel like this, uh, the real Superman, is just miles ahead of the actual, actual universe at this point. This Superman feels like he's been doing it for 75 years, <laughs> and the other ones are like, what, what, what's going on? A uh, big alien invasion, and this <laughs> Superman's like, I got it. Don't worry, I'm just. He's handling back. like yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. He's handling like six or seven different regions while they all have a city to hold. So yep. yep. If uh,
1: it's not a spoiler, but Batman, uh, I believe says uh, people are describing it as
0: miracles.
2: Yeah, he's just slinging miracles like it's he's slinging just, miracles. Yeah, it's yep. just. I love it. Is this
0: it's... like an insane clown posse miracle?
2: No. 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 Not like that. Not like that. No. Like actual miracles. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, So he knows, like <laughs> yes. he knows how magnets work. He knows <laughs> how magnets work.
0: Okay. That's, that's important.
2: Correct. <laughs> um, the beginning part with Wonder Woman is not only well written, but almost feels intense. You can kind of get a feel for this Wonder Woman being a, li- a little bit more aggressive, which I like. And. Other than that, it's just brilliant. Tony S. Daniels, the pencils on it. So yes,
0: yeah. He has grown phenomenally no, he's awesome. as an artist. The art on
2: that, yeah, the art on that's, <laughs> yeah, it's, art on that's awesome. That's that,
0: like I remember his stuff when he was doing early image stuff. It did not Man, look like
2: that. <laughs> it does not look
0: like anything like his stuff no, does, does today. Like he's he's grown leaps and bounds. Yeah, as I far mean, his
2: work goes. those pencils are the finest that you know you can compare it to. So it's an easy book for a DC fan to yes. pick and make yeah, it a number no, one. It's, it's just. I mean, Again with rebirth. Sure, I know it's getting old, but it's hard when it's hard not to recognize the great. It's good stuff. Yes, the, the good, the great stuff coming out of DC right now. Absolutely,
3: it's, it's the relationship the DC seems to resonate with the fan right now, and it maybe stands out a little bit more because a lot of the fans feel a little bit lost in the Marvel universe. Yeah, like it's really. It, it's it's potential that like I would say this DC is doing great, but maybe they're not doing even as great as it looks like. It just happens to be in comparison, you know. You just feel like it's amplified mm-hmm. because there's there's a general malaise and a little bit of disappointment in some of the Marvel stuff right now. Yeah, and so DC stands
2: out really well. Oh yeah, I'll say that. I really agree with that. I mean, even with the the Scooby Doo, everyone's yeah. telling me I'm going to read Scooby Doo, and if I pick up Scooby Doo, I might at this point just be reading all DC. <laughs> <laughs> My whole bullish should well, be DC. And, well, and I and
1: I am. That, I, <laughs> right. I, I'm picking up everything because I think what they're doing is great right now. And uh, as a as as a let Justice me know, League fan,
3: you read Batgirl
1: this week, yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, we'll see. Right. Um, yeah, you send me
0: home with that, and no? I'll see what I think about we'll that see. one
1: too. We'll <laughs> see. Um. Um. Yeah, I'm not. It's a risky but, one, but you know. Like, sure. Let's, let's but but as as a Justice League um, fan as well, uh, a big Justice League fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love collecting Justice League. I love the big team books, just like you were talking about. I totally agree with you. I read this issue. It it I I know Brian Hitch read. Justice League comics back in the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be, in. it, it kind of feels like the first issue of, uh, not with the story, but how he introduces everybody just like Graham Morrison did in JLA. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets their moment, everyone gets their beautifully drawn page. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, if you like Justice League, you cannot go wrong with Justice League number one. Agreed.
2: <laughs> and with that, we'll close and go ahead and spin the Rex. Spin the racks! <laughs> ta na Ta-da-na! ta na Spinning
1: the Racks! So in Spinning the Racks tonight, uh, we're going to be talking about San Diego Comic-Con 2016. Oh, snap. Uh, we're going to be talking about some of the news. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, what, what Richie got the opportunity to go hang out
0: and see. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just going to basically
1: talk about uh, the big... Yeah, but if, he, if he remembers big. it,
0: does that mean he was actually there? Isn't this like the 60s? You go to San Diego Comic-Con <laughs> and you're just like, yes. drunk the whole
3: time <laughs> you don't remember anything or whatever? I remember He bits. can make it up. That's fine. <laughs> he can make it up.
1: That's okay. <laughs> I got it.
3: Well, I think the key is is that it's easy to go out and look at the major news sites and just see the tidbits and news and see all this stuff. So we're going to try to interject opinion yes. here a lot right. into this to say. Yeah, we're hey, going to talk about it. this. Really stood out. Like every everybody was fighting for attention. That's what San Diego is. Uh-huh. It's yep. make the announcements that make you stand out and fight we for want fight people for that. to come
0: see your product or correct whatever you're putting out
3: I mean, yep. you know previously you know going out there i remember walking around and and you're looking at a lot of the you know what's on display what's being offered you know dc does a big booth they always include a lot of like dc collectibles in it so you can see prototypes and even all the way finished up versions of what's going to be coming down the pipe Black it's different ochre. to s- yeah, it's different to see it in a in a picture in a in a magazine, compared to having it up in in your face. I,
0: I will say that this time of year with San Diego Comic Con makes it really interesting for people coming in and requesting yeah. stuff that's oh, yeah. not going to be available <laughs> for like the next oh, yeah. two to six months. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so we yep. can request them. I saw this at SDCC and they announced that they're going to do this. I'm like, I, that's you're talking like a half year <laughs> away, <doesn't> bro. <laughs> yep. And
1: sometimes they will make announcements that are not going to be around for a while for a long while and I remember sitting in Sandman
3: like we oh, were, yeah. we were out there that year where they made the big announcements about Sandman coming back. With it was like a year later when it popped, uh, wasn't it? God, it was. It was a while.
1: It was. I think it was. Yeah. It was almost a year. Yeah, year, year and a half. So let's just. Um, I have some bullet points. I have some things to to uh, bring up, but I want to hear from Richie. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your time out there. Tell us about what you saw and what you uh, heard from what you did go and see. Lost uh, everything
0: besides your sunburn and your hickey.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so well, <laughs> let's hold out. The, on the podcast so we'll start off
2: you got it from s-
0: frank miller <laughs> yeah you're
1: kidding <laughs> makes
2: sense <laughs> i wouldn't be here if that was true <laughs> i'd be uh, in heaven <laughs> uh, I've, I've died and gone to heaven <laughs> we'll start off by saying that the only reason i get to go to comic-con is because three guys worked really hard to let me go so thank you very much you i appreciate hard. it um, you you are, yes yes <laughs>
3: <laughs> i get you <laughs> take the credit take the okay, credit okay yeah okay we worked it worked amazing like the time that you weren't here of course was the time it was going to get busy When I was solo <laughs> that is Friday so true night, right. got slammed I was so I was low Tuesday night yesterday Sean got slammed
2: like I said I really appreciate it I, it doesn't go unnoticed so thank you very much um as for the con itself I I just had an absolute blast and I will say it as I say it every year if you're a nerd and you're definitely if you're listening to this podcast it should be something that you strive to get to at least once in your life you should experience a comments on. Make the pilgrimage. to The, the pilgrimage
1: to the, yes. Nerd Mecca. To the <laughs> mecca
2: <yes. laughs> you gotta do it at least once. <laughs> yes. um, the entire thing, like he says, is a show-off thing. It's the Nerd Bazaar. Everyone's oh, yeah. slinging swag at you and trying to get you to pay attention. Big flashpoints. Something that will make you remember as you go through. Mm-hmm. Um, this year I took an extended group of people and it was just the more the merrier. It's a blast and uh just all the panels that I saw were so worth it
3: well let's 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 talk about like kind of like experience wise and all this you went Tuesday to Tuesday right yes I did. and con is unlike any you know everybody else is used to the other cons like say here in Denver and all this are usually three day cons yeah but San Diego is Wednesday through Saturday Sunday Sunday Sunday. and just full speed the whole time
2: yeah It doesn't slow
3: down. And, you know, sometimes some of the bigger deals... You there have any, to stand in line starting yeah. at midnight the day before. Oh, yeah. yes. Correct. Yes. Well, it's some amazing. of this
0: stuff doesn't even take place. In the convention center, some <laughs> of it's off-site yep. at other yep. hotels, oh, yeah. or you kind of got to know where to go and all yeah. that. Kind
1: you of walk stuff. around San Diego when you go to oh, San Diego Comic Con. It's not just at the convention center. So
3: mm-hmm. Wednesday night's preview night. Yeah. Were you in on preview night?
2: I was not in on preview night. So you get one
3: sure. night where you're getting acclimated to the town, maybe seeing things around and all that. Yeah.
2: So for that night, we just went to the Star Trek marathon that showed the first two and then gave it. Uh, 10 o'clock, we got to see Star Trek Beyond uh, okay. three days before it was released. Three nice. Four. Yeah. Um, so even if... And this is what... So a few of my friends only got Thursday and Sunday tickets and I explained to them that if you can get one ticket to Comic-Con, a lot of people kind of poo-poo on getting just Sunday tickets. If you can get one ticket to Comic-Con, your week is fine. There are so many events and... Oh yeah, there's tons of stuff. Gas Lamp itself is Comic-Con and I think that a lot of publishers and event managers are kind of realizing that they can rent out a, yeah. a restaurant or a oh, All the room. empty storefronts yeah. oh, downtown in the totally are mold.
3: rented out for event after event. You have parking lots that are taken over for... I mean, we were down there for... Uh, they they took over a parking lot, put up a big screen oh, and no. had machete. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, not only were they just going to show they machete had, early... They had the cast.
2: They had the cast serving you tacos out of a <laughs> taco, truck. A a taco truck. truck. It was yeah. awesome. <laughs> this is, oh, this yeah. is just the... And you don't even need a ticket for that. You just walk by and go, walk Is that around machete? Yes. Like, yes. You just sit down and enjoy tacos. Uh, this year they did a red carpet release of Star Trek with the symphony playing the... Uh, soundtrack underneath you, which was wow. just great. We weren't allowed to f- take pictures, so of course we filmed it. So we have yeah. a- <laughs> hey,
3: just those a- things you shouldn't admit on the internet. <laughs> like- yeah,
2: but it was like I said. So we we did that uh, Thursday, f- full blown into it, hit the floor, just madness all around. Um, well, to get some,
0: what to the numbers... like I think the average number for San Diego Comic-Con is 130,000.
2: Yeah, I think it was up to 170.
0: This year? Yeah. yeah
3: they were <laughs> expecting 150 men, and then that's... Well, I think they got to re-top New York. New yeah, York took the last That's what they're year. trying, yeah. So... Yep. It was hefty. But that's we're also talking about a show that's so big that... Seven blocks. When we were out <laughs> there yep. in 2012, they were talking about a tax that was going to yep. go into effect yep. for... Taxis, hotels, all these other things that was going to pay for a massive expansion of the convention center. And the only reason that the convention center would expand was for Comic-Con. For Comic-Con. Yeah, right. Like, it, it, uh, if it got expanded to the level that they were talking about, they basically could host up four to five conventions any other weekend of the year, but mm-hmm. Comic-Con would blow it up and take the whole thing
2: yep. 100%, yep. you know, at that point. And I believe that I'm not sure if that's the extension, but the Marriott extended themselves okay. with a, with a new ballroom and everything. That's where they did the badge this year. Mm-hmm. It was This brand new building that they built. The up. massive, the massive
3: size of this is it's, impressive. No, it's, it's ludicrous. Yeah,
2: it was yeah, three or four trolley. So, stops. what did you focus on on Thursday? Was it was it Thursday was a, a focus... That was
0: the first day you got to actually go, right?
2: Yeah, so our main focus... Yeah, Thursday was our first day. My main focus was to hit the floor, try to um, grab up things that were requested of me, and see if I can't get... Failed miserably. Which I failed <laughs> on so many, so many accounts. Hey, you got
1: me a Superman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, awesome. yeah, It's awesome. It's all good. <laughs> you didn't
0: even know it was there. <laughs>
1: I did. <laughs> he, he got me something I did not know, even know existed. Yeah. And it's so. fantastic, so...
2: <laughs> um, but... I did that, and then we went to – the big The big get was Marvel's Netflix was going to do a, a panel, which they haven't done yet. So we're into Daredevil Season 2 and Jessica Jones, and they've never done a Netflix I, panel.
3: A panel just – with the you know, when you say a panel in San Diego, the way the panels are, are – you're talking about the stars, uh-huh. not just a guy who's involved. In yeah, it. not the it's producer. Not, it's not a key <laughs> no. grip. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, it's usually honestly, the entire. No, it's usually cast. the entire cast. Yes, yeah. and and and, and I'm directors.
1: Yeah. And. and I was thinking about this this year while I was watching some footage because I did not get to go, but uh, watching some of the videos, they bring people from other countries to come to a panel to not speak. Yeah, they go here is william defoe no one asks him a question no one talks to him and he leaves (laughs) that's correct even i mean they do that i saw i can't remember how many people i saw this weekend from the different movies Mm. uh that i'm sure we're going to talk about in a little bit but that no one talked to them they didn't get to answer a question they didn't get to talk about anything Mm. they just waved to the crowd and left that's crazy yeah and, That's uh, how big it is. It's,
2: it's just crazy. And we'll get into those. I know we're going to talk about that later. So, yes. Um, I also went to the Nerdist and Geek and Sundry panel at that ah. time. Because they're. A, I'm a huge follower of those in that group. So um, that was Thursday. Uh, then Friday we did the... Friday was... The big get was Killing Joke. That was what the plan was. It was Let's a midnight go, release. Go do the midnight. Yeah. So... Everything needed to lead up to that point. I we did a I did a panel with oh Civil War two, okay, and Suicide Squad. Mm, okay, Civil War two was really interesting. A lot of people they were asking around if you were Team Tony or Team Marvel, girl and or Captain Marvel. Or Captain Marvel and yeah, yeah. it was all Tony except for one. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, uh, the the story of Civil War I explained to him. Uh, apparently they were talking about big events needed and what, what could be the next big thing. It was a bunch of – a group of writers all kind of slinging ideas mm-hmm. at each other. And uh, they talked about it. They were like, we need something that's like as good as Civil War, something that earth-shattering. And uh, as they talked about it and kind of build up the scenarios um, – one of the head writers, I can't remember his name, forgive me, but... Uh, is it Bendis? He, it wasn't Bendis, sorry. Um, but he was talking to Joe Quesada okay. over lunch about what they had kind of planned. And he said, you know what you have there? And he said, what's that? And he said, Civil War two And... Uh, I'm just trying to think of... <laughs> I can't remember his name. I I'll have to, to get it later. The, yeah. Uh, but he, he was like... Oh, I I didn't think we could you know just do that name, and he's like, why muddle it? Why why keep it secret when that's what we're trying to do? It's a it's an actual cause. So he hmm. so they took it and ran with it. That's how you got Civil War two. Interesting. Okay. And then um, the Suicide Squad panel, I got to see a lot of the new works for Rebirth Suicide Squad. Okay. Which looks excellent. Um, there's a lot of yeah. You have to kind of define that. The Suicide Squad, the comic, the comic. Yeah. book. Oh, yeah. and we, they had to do that at the panel as well. Yeah, because <laughs> a lot of people. By the way, people went. Hey, where's, the the, comic? where's Will oh, Smith? Where's Will Smith? A lot of people <laughs> <laughs> were in hey, that Margo, comic Robbie's book. Margot Robbie's not movie. here. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of people in that comic book panel, and I was like, "This is a lot of people <laughs> that are okay." And how uh, many people went? Oh, so to <laughs> <say>. <laughs> uh, fooled you. they they all stayed and really enjoyed it. Uh, they're bringing back. Um, I need to help with his name, the guy that keeps everyone under control. Rick Flagg. Thank you, Rick Flagg. So Rick Flag is the big deal. Uh, the panel that I got to see, Rick Flag essentially lost, you know, used to be a Marine, lost his crew. And now he'll do anything to protect even these low lives, mm-hmm. and they're all in this kind of built gyroscope and they need to kind of be dropped into the island, okay. but it's built based off the way that their body weight is and shifting and it spins mm-hmm. and Killer Croc can't handle it so <laughs> he throws up into his space helmet and he's <laughs> drowning in his own vomit <laughs> <laughs> and then Rick Flagg has to risk everyone's life to try to save killer croc's life so he doesn't drown awesome <laughs> and uh you know it shatters and then vomit goes everywhere and harley quinn apparently says i didn't know we were serving donuts and that's pretty funny yeah that is so pretty that's funny. the first couple panels of suicide squad Sweet. which awesome you know it just looks really good um and really fun so yeah, that, that one did look like it was going to be a fun rebirth.
1: And uh, I know that uh, some of it's going to be done by Jim Lee and uh, I believe it's uh, Philip
2: Tan, I think, yep. was the, the, the two artists. That's correct. So from yeah. there, we, I went to Marvel uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. panel. Okay. Went to that, and then I saw Killing Joke. Awesome. And you loved it, right? Killing Joke was... We'll, we'll, we'll get into that, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> Saturday... Uh, I went to All-Star Batman and got to see Scott Snyder and uh, James Tinney in the fourth, which are who? two of James Tivian? No, the other
3: guy. That's <laughs> awesome. Not <laughs> funny. So it's Scott
2: Snyder, who is my second love, and James may be my third, but um, just guys that really get Batman, and I love going to their But Megan's number one, right? Yeah, of oh, course. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, 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 no. I think she knows where she ranks. It's good. Um, That's hilarious. I, I, I truly. Just love Scott Snyder because he is a geek at Comic Con. He just goes nuts over his own story. So he, he just told the entire first comic book with the editor there, Mark. And I'm sure like, he was he, thrilled about that. He was like, "Are you just gonna give him the whole story?" He's like, "I kind of want to." He's like, "Stop talking." He does. He, he does <laughs> that. is not the first time Snyder's <laughs> no, done this. So. Just he just, just does it every time. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
3: Go to a, St- a Scott Snyder panel. You will get more than you achieve what they yep. want him to yep. say. Yes. If
2: you ever like sit through a panel because a lot of these panels are shrouded in secret and a lot of people kind of get annoyed by that yeah Uh, and it and I understand because you're at a panel to kind of talk about the thing get a little spoiled you're there to be spoiled you shouldn't be at comic-con unless you're caught up on everything because they will spoil it for you and Scott knows that about people. So mm-hmm. where other people will go, "Oh, you'll have to find out in April." S- Snyder just goes every time. Guess S- what happens yeah. here? <laughs> Snyder's not
0: going to believe you guys are going <laughs> to so
2: excited. He gets so
1: excited and he gets so excited about the reaction that he's had, mm-hmm. his artists have had or he thinks that the uh, comic buying public will have that he wants to he wants to see it. He doesn't want to hear about it online. He wants to go when the Joker does this, he wants to see the <laughs> hear the gasps and yeah. the clapping and he wants that. He
2: He he loves it. Yes. In this, so I got to hear a lot about, uh, well, we'll talk about Detective Rebirth with James first. He talked about how he's writing the Batman story because he grew up on the animated series and things like No Man's Land, um, the comic series. Mm -hmm. And what he loves about Batman is the team. And they the Bat know. Family, and I share that, of course, with the Justice League pick. Um, the The team aspect and the Bat Family aspect is one of my absolute favorite things about Batman, and the reason for that is that Batman becomes like almost like Bat God, and I enjoy <laughs> Bat God a lot because all the all to do, <laughs> to do. <laughs> so so what happens is instead of Bat, when you have a Batman solo comic, Batman has to make the mistakes. Yeah. He's the one learning, but when you give him a team, everyone else can make the mistakes, and then Batman drops down to solve it. And it's really good. I like that dynamic, especially because. What about he's been in the around. Killing Joke cartoon? Um, just we'll get to little, that. Little, bit. Little bit
0: so. You <laughs> so, said, you know, <laughs> Batman and. So, his I really. Maybe that. doesn't
2: make mistakes. So, I enjoy <laughs> that aspect of it, and, and he does a really great job with finding. James, anyway, finds characters he loves. So, Batwoman and Spoiler particularly are his favorites. And you can tell that by... I love Batwoman. Eternal. Yeah, Batwoman's great. And the focus in Detective Comics is kind of something that they haven't really followed with Batwoman, is that Batwoman is Bruce's cousin. Mm-hmm. And so that family dynamic's there. And he says that as we go along, you're really Batwoman will be your favorite character. Or no, Red Robin will be your favorite character because he thinks Tim Drake is the best character in the Batman universe. Nice. So. Well, I
1: I mean, just to interject really quickly, I love Detective Comics. Um, yeah. I think I like him more than regular Batman personally. I definitely I agree. do. Yeah, so, so, um, so, yeah, you can definitely, when you read the comic, all that you can definitely see.
2: And Tom King was there talking about Batman, and I appreciate his take. He does nerd out with Scott Snyder, so I am interested to where they're going to take Batman, but currently I just think it's a slow burn for the start. I, well, well, he's I hope dif- so. well, he's a different writer, and, I'm and the way- not yeah. As so, super
0: interested in reading that as I am Detective. So.
2: When it comparatively, no, there's just no, there's no comparison. Detective is blowing it out of the water. Yeah. So um, anyway, so move back into All Star, Scott Snyder just giving away everything. <laughs> uh, so if you guys don't want to know. You can stop this or fast forward a bit. But this kinda will be spoiler. Too much. I'm not gonna give a ton, but I hey, need don't, to, don't be don't be Scott Snyder. I, I wanna be Scott <laughs> Snyder. It's super awesome. Go so. do it uh, in the first issue, he does fight Firefly and Black Spider. And Black Spider, Spider's kind of like a fully arsenal assassin with guns and stuff. He's a gun lover. Uh, they fight. They shoot out of a plane, land into a field with a lawnmower. Or not lawnmower. Uh, chainsaw. Chainsaw ornament. It's just a <laughs> bunch of chainsaws. And uh, Black Spider has the upper hand on him with a bunch of guns pointed. And he's like, aren't you... Sad that you don't have a lot of guns now, Batman. And Batman just rips the, lo- the the chainsaw and is like, no, I'm actually pretty good. And so there's this epic picture, and you can find it online, of just Batman with his chainsaw, and he just looks daunting as hell. And then he jumps into the ditch, kind of beats the crap out of him. And Firefly goes to try to help out Black Spider, and he's like, Black Spider, where you at? And he just sees Batman, with, and he gives him this look and a panel, which the artwork by John Romita Jr., I'm not a, I'm not actually a huge uh, fan of J.R.J.R., JR, but the work he's doing in All-Star is great. I'm loving it. And Batman gives this look, and he's got a chainsaw in his hand, and Firefly just runs away. <laughs> Doesn't say anything, just bolts the other direction. That's like, awesome. nope, not going to do it. That's awesome. So All-Star Batman is going to be fun. Uh, the premise is fantastic. It's essentially a bet. Uh, between two-face and batman and if batman loses he you kind of have to give up on humanity that's all well, i'll I'm say awesome. about it all right. but yeah, no, it looks like it. it's really gonna be great <laughs> it looks like it's gonna be a good book yeah. um so from that <clears throat> from that i went to the it was another oh was it luke eight no that was that's Friday. the i'm trying to because batman is all i love okay on so Saturday. maybe you were there yeah. can't sat- remember. And especially because <laughs> especially it was Saturday. <laughs> Saturday gets rough. Oh,
0: Saturday. Yeah, that's like the endurance trial. Yeah, it's so That's American Ninja Warrior yeah. for nerds. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> doing Saturday at uh, San Diego Comic-Con.
2: Yeah. Saturday... W- is intense it's a that's when the most people are there it's when oh, yeah. everything is going on everybody
0: from town gets time off they yeah. in. People know. drive down from LA everywhere else they come in and get an amazing
2: crazy. after party the geek and sundry after party and had a blast i couldn't move <laughs> you could only do like the home base dance where you can only move your yeah, elbows yeah. and <laughs> shoulders <laughs> but <laughs> um, so i'll move into sunday Sunday um, so Megan was there for this her first time and she really wanted to see Sherlock and I was like well Sherlock's in Hall H on Sunday so we can stay over the night or try and we thought about it and she was like well we'll see and then (laughs) Saturday Cumberbatch announced that he would be at Sherlock Oh yeah, there's no way we're getting in. <laughs>
0: no, that yeah. would have been uh, that would have been interesting. Yeah, it was. That would have been an interesting long
2: wait. It would have been the longest wait I've probably had at Comic Con yet. So, oh yeah, I uh, haven't. Yeah, I've yet yeah, to I do I can't that. I can do that. I will <laughs> say that there was a Pokemon Go uh, event <laughs> event that had so someone leaked a rumor that there would be a legendary release. I heard about this, <laughs> and, and then there wasn't. And there wasn't. <laughs> So, you, I cannot tell you the amount of people that were in a tiny area because it's a proximity game, so there were just thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people surrounding this hall <laughs> and there were security guards everywhere going pokemon goers there's no legendary here there's no legendary you gotta go downstairs and it was crazy it's hilarious wow. yeah it was <laughs> So good timing on the release though for pokemon yeah yeah, yeah. Good time. For great. yeah great so that was that was the weekend i had very nice yeah. um all right. Well, uh, I guess
1: we'll get into some of the some of the bullet points here that I heard. Uh, starting early in the week, uh, DC Comics announced that uh, they love crossovers, <coughs> they enjoy them. Yep. They're going to start. Um, they're going to continue to do more and more crossovers. Uh, and they announced uh, three new ones. They're going to be doing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated with Batman the Animated Series crossover. Interesting. They're going to be doing a Star Trek and Green Lantern um, sequel to the one that came out this past year. And then they're going to be doing Keyman Man and Thundercats.
2: Uh, they also have uh, Batman and the Monster Men.
1: Uh yeah they, that was a, that's an older book too. Um, they so, had done before. Yeah, so so they uh so Night of the Monster Man is going to be a Batman
2: crossover. Oh uh, yeah, with just Nightwing and all that yeah, stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's going they describe that as um Keiju Toho monsters, which I am a big oh fan God. of. Oh, God. Yeah. Um and it's going to be um, <laughs> I mean, yay. That's right. Um <laughs> So it's going to be um, a lot of fun across those books. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So so what do we think about these uh, crossovers? Uh, I know they said that, of course, Batman and Teenage Ninja Turtles was a huge success for them. Uh, really huge. More than they even thought. Right. So what do you think about some of these? Do you think uh, these are pretty cool ones? Well, and you're you
3: think- talking about crossovers that are individual... You know, uh, miniseries themselves. We're not yeah. talking about crossing over two existing books that you have to like. I'm reading one; I have to grab the other kind of thing. Uh, no. Yeah, <laughs> we're no. crossing over franchises.
1: Correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Night of the Night of the Monsterman is the only thing that's an actual um, Batman crossover.
2: So for um, me, for me, crossovers are like gummy candies. Mm-hmm. Gummy candies you gotta are delicious teeth, and they them out.
0: But you gotta go to the dentist because it gives you if cavities. If you have a whole
2: bag oh. of gummy candies. <laughs> Your stomach kind of turns. So, uh, as I am a fan of crossovers, I believe that there there is a... You can flood the market with them, where the crossovers don't matter anymore. Uh, so, I did love the TMNT Batman crossover. It was awesome fantastic. But it had been a very long time... If uh, I think they've never been together, but it's been a very long time since I read a crossover, you know.
1: Yeah, well, and they brought that up. They said for a long time they did not want to do crossovers <laughs> anymore because it was too much legality. There was too much. Um, they did, you know, and they did do them a lot, uh, you know, like in the '90s with mm-hmm. the like Batman. Batman and Spawn and that's and what stuff. I was gonna yeah. say. The last yep. time I read real crossovers was around Bat- Batman and Spa time, and and so and so Batman. they so they wanted to get away from that, but then it, but then uh, Dan DiDio said that with with Turtles. Uh, every Everybody involved, the, the creators loved it. Both companies, IDW and DC, had a great time yep. doing it. Yep. Uh, the fans loved it. So they're going to continue to try and do some of this. Yeah.
3: I think the best part, in, like what Richie brings up, and the possibility of it being saturation, I think the nice thing about it is, is that you don't have to pick it all up. No. So, yeah, they have a lot of options out there, but you don't have to feel like you have to chase every single piece of that. And, like, if... I'm gonna compare it I'm gonna compare it to one to that I collector. think that, that didn't work well. <laughs> Uh, and that would have been uh, IDW's Infestation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, IDW went line wide, and you have GI Joe and Turtles and Ghostbusters oh, and X Files and all these of it things. It was just... clear cut. It was so confusing to try to figure out what was what yeah, and where yeah. it fit. And well, it's also if you're a fan of one of those things, you weren't you weren't left with the impression that you were left with the impression you may have to get it all. Yes, because it's it not... part of the main books. Yeah, yeah, and so inside this here, so you're a fan of Batman or you're a fan of Turtles and all this but you can pick up this one thing here that's fine but yeah. it's totally also different being fans of Batman animated than it is of oh, Batman yeah. Mainstream. 100% stars. so I, I, I don't think there's any I have no issue with any of this crossover no type thing because this seems just very very easy to turn around and take and, uh, add the things you want to see and just pass on the other ones like yeah. you know the, the Batman uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles which was a great success the first week didn't sell well it, there was a lot of putback on it. There was a lot of people yeah, that weren't I that... didn't understand what it was well, necessarily, if, but... I looked at it on the surface myself, and I was like, yeah. you know, this is not going to mean anything. This is just going to be a mishmash. It's just going to be, you know, slammed together. It's nothing big and all this. And yet then when, you know, people started reading it and seeing it, like, wow, this is a really good quality thing. That's when it really mm-hmm. lit up the boards.
2: You just explained my entire purchasing of that. They, <laughs> I saw Batman and Ninja Turtles and went... Yeah, I gotta buy it, but in no way, shape, or form did I think there was gonna be content in that book. And it was just a breath of fresh air. I was like, "Oh my God, it's it's good. It's yeah, actually good." Yeah, well, <laughs> and it's
1: written by Tinian. Yes, it was. Um, with art by Freddie Williams. hmm Um, so, so yeah. Um, I, I mean, I agree. I definitely think I think that. Uh, I mean, Star Trek Green Lantern is a sequel to what they did last year. That sold pretty well. It was a lot of fun. So I that makes sense. Uh, they're doing another Batman. Uh, with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles but this time they're doing a different take with the animated Uh which I think was an interesting way to take it uh, because... You know, seeing some of the stuff online, I thought it was pretty interesting. Seeing the animated Batman with the Turtles from the animated, right. and that's what they are. It's the animated. It's right. not. It's not just another uh, regular right. Batman versus. Uh, or, I mean, Batman with
2: Teenage Mutant and Ninja Turtles. For those that follow multiple Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, those are very different. Yes. And Batman can be as well, not as drastically, but. No, but animated yes. turtles are very different from comic book turtles. And He-Man, Thundercats. I mean. Come on, that's,
1: Uh, that's like a, (laughs) that's like,
2: okay, yeah, Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Apparently they just want to do crossovers of all my all the toys in my toy box <laughs> <from> my-
3: <laughs> you, and That's why, this, yeah. this really feels like it's a I've been doing this forever <laughs> it's a timing thing you know it's you know like we there's a whole bunch of jokes going around the internet right now again about the you know what year is what this? year
2: is it you know Clinton <laughs> yeah. running
3: for office blink 182 is the number one and pokemon is back you know this is a this is a timing thing of hitting on some very big nostalgia type things mm-hmm. yeah. and that can turn out well you know if it's done with reverence and and pays off mm-hmm. we'll see how guess Yep,
2: absolutely. Uh, so real quick before we move on, when it yes. comes to crossover stories does anyone care about how their worlds actually meet? Can do you, you just, everyone here except like oh, there uh, was an orb and it kind of placed them together. Fine, move so, on, let's get yeah, to the story. So
1: yeah, when it comes to crossovers, if it's going to be a, if it's going to be like this, like a mini where it's going to be, um you know, Batman, Tur- Turtles. Yeah, 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 I don't, uh, yeah, sure, whatever the excuse is <laughs> to get them together, that's fine. Done, check, Um, Because I want to see these people, that's the fun, is to see them, yeah, um, the same way. It, well, it, it, see
0: them react. I personally how- loved it in Invincible, Hmm. When he went into the Marvel Universe and hung out with Spider Man for a day.
2: Yes. Because
0: he, he got kicked he to another universe. But that uh, explanation of how he got there was cool.
2: Yeah. Well, they was, could be done very well. Ported
0: to a different sure. dimension and mm-hmm. he ended up in the Marvel Universe.
2: Didn't he run into Spawn too, or was it Batman?
3: Batman um, Spawn. What's that? Batman
2: and Spawn. Batman yeah. And Spawn. Yeah, because he was like, isn't that a little on the nose? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, so I mean, uh, that's bad. the that's the point is Both to have bad. a lot of fun with these, to enjoy them, and to uh, and to go from there. Yeah. So, um, then we kind of brought it up. They are going to be doing a uh, crossover within the Batman books. Yes. Uh, Batman: Night of the Monster Men. Uh, we just kind of talked about it. Uh, what do people think about that? Uh, some people are saying that it's a bad move because you it's you do have to buy a couple of different books to get the story. Uh, like Keith was talking about, you have to get Nightwing, you have to get Batman. Um, Do we have a full list yet on this? Uh, we have the beginning list of it. Saying, yeah, the think, first. I
0: think a lot of these people are yeah, the covers these books anyway. Yeah, yeah. Honestly,
2: it, right, it doesn't change my pull at all.
0: Yeah, I was going to say at yeah. this point in time, I think if you're married into a Batman book, you're probably reading all the Batman. Books.
1: Well, and and and, and yeah. if I remember correctly, they're they're structured so that every week a new chapter comes out. Yeah. So that it's going to be a, it's not going to be, a, you know, Batman, Nightwing, and this book this same week. You have to get all three. It's Batman this week. Nightwing next week, uh, you know, and, and going from there. So, uh, this is the first rebirth crossover. That's right. what they were touting it. It's the, the first part, yeah. rebirth crossover between books.
3: I think it's fine if you keep it under a limited number of titles. Other, and honestly, like, the measuring stick, you know, X Men did this all over the place. X Men mm-hmm. jumped around from. Got us about 16 titles that were the first one with Mutant Massacre, which was all over the Marvel Universe. There's a Daredevil title in there, There's a Thor title in there, some things like that. Uh, simplified it down with, say, something like um, Extinction Agenda, and blew it up completely with something like Inferno, which was like 50 titles, if you yeah. wanted everything that ever touched the Inferno Universe. <clears throat> There's a nice happy number at 12. Honestly, yeah. that's a really yeah. nice number That people agree, can, can get into If you are already into Some of these titles that are coming out The likelihood is, is at 12, you're already buying At least 25%, maybe 50%, maybe 75% of it, Yeah. Without even trying And sure. so, it's easy to add On one or two little things
0: Yeah, it's not that big of a stretch No. So,
3: and you, I would, you want to carry this on for three months Running through multiple that gets books a,
2: little, a week yeah. that, that gets a little That's, that's going to stress it And I would say that also inclined to Batman fans in general, this isn't something new. No, uh, with we've done like No Man's Land and yes. Nightfall, yes. these are we've kind of been bred to go. If you want to know what's going to happen in Gotham, you need to read at least sure. four books. No, no, absolutely. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. this is not a new thing
1: in comics at all. Right. Uh, the only reason why it's being brought up and being talked about is because there's so many people who have started reading a lot of DC comics for the first time or just comics. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we've heard people come in here and say. My friend told me about these, and I started reading comics right now. So for a lot of people, I'm not going to say all, but I'm going to say a lot of people,
2: this will be their first crossover. There was that one dude that came in the store that was like, they still. turns out they still sell comics. Like, yeah, we didn't just pop up, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) No, that's actually, we we get that every once in a while. (laughs) Pretty (laughs) impressive. (laughs) It's the people come in, and they're like,
2: you know, when I was a kid, I used to read these, and never thought they'd go anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, well, well, they
1: did. Yep, they're still around,
2: so... Uh, I will say that on the covers, one of the most unique ones is I saw Nightwing, and he was a giant raven. There you go. Yeah, they said it's supposed to be monster movie action, so that sounds like it's going to be fun.
1: Um, So now going into some of the uh, Marvel, uh, because a lot of, again, what Marvel's been talking about is their movies and their television, which we'll get to in a little bit. But uh, they announced a Doctor Strange Punisher crossover. So bizarre. uh, (laughs) Called Magic Bullets. Um, and it's going to be a... Isn't it
3: a, Wanted in the first. Oh, wait.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and and, and uh, this is going to be a digital-only comic. It will not see print, is what it, they said. So, um, just wanted to hear thoughts about that. Of course, Dr. Strange is coming out later on this year. Uh, Punisher is big right now. Everyone's waiting for the Punisher TV show, which he showed up in one of the panels. He did. Uh, I heard about, so it he's awesome. getting his own show. So, um, do we think this is a good idea just to do a digital thing or do you think people need to come into a we, store well they we
3: don't own we don't own comic books as a medium like no. comic book stores don't own that print is not the only way that this happens yep there's plenty of things out there like this it's you know it's good that there's movies it's good there's TV it's good that there's uh, other other ways to reach people that may not try it and um, the big deal that always matters for the in-print first is if it does come to print at some point in time, that it's kind of clear that everybody knows that, hey, this has already happened, you may have already read it digitally, you know, don't buy a reprint, kind of thing like that. That's the only thing that matters. That's not that. It's a non-issue.
2: I I think it's just great that we're now in the age where we can talk about should they do a digital-only comic versus like never put comics on the internet? No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No,
1: I
0: mean I think it's interesting. I'm, uh, well, like um, Keith and I have talked many times. That's your that's your new 7-Eleven.
1: That is your new 7-Eleven. Yeah. Yep. Digital comics are never anymore.
0: So now yeah. comic books digitally. If you we have a lot of people who read a lot of different stuff digitally. They absolutely read a lot digitally, and they don't buy a lot of comics. But when they find something they really really love. They will come buy hard copies of it. Absolutely. You can't collect wow. digital comics. You can read them. You can enjoy them. But
1: if you really love something and you go, man, I, w- I love Invincible. we All the time we have people come in and they buy Invincible. They have it all um, on their iPad or whatever, but they buy it and they buy the issues because they just love the book so much. Yeah. So
2: it's I definitely third. agree. I think um, it works hand in hand with just even grading comics. Mm-hmm. You, know, you mm-hmm. can grade it and digitally read it. Sure. Fantastic. Sure. Absolutely. Um, Marvel
1: also announced that uh, Rich Rider is going to be uh, the new Nova in the new ongoing series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam and uh, a couple other Novas are set to appear in that ongoing, but a lot of Nova and Cosmic fans are very happy to hear that. Um, one of the things that I thought was interesting... You and never You never
0: read s- the Guardian stuff? Yeah. he was.
1: Rich, oh
0: man, um, Rich Ryder's awesome.
3: Rich Ryder, is I'm very awesome. happy
1: that he's coming back.
3: <laughs> when they when they introduced the kid, yeah, I, I could honestly have cared less. I I felt the same. But Rich, I gotta say, I hit this with the same reservation because I know how Abnett and Lanning delivered. They, well, and this is my and definitely. Be this is
0: definitely a, the reservation I also have because the Guardians, Nova, that all that stuff with Annihilation, Annihilation Conquest—that was five years of, of pure Marvel cosmic bliss.
3: That was that, great, Those yeah. stories
0: were amazing.
3: I mean, it was so, so good. good. And they they made a movie and they put a, it. <laughs> yeah, and they put one of their best writers on it in Bendis. Yep. And when they went with the Marvel Now version of Guardians, I And even with the same, complete. even with the same team. It didn't deliver. It did no. not. It did not have the it same. Resolution.
0: It did not have the same magic.
3: So, no.
2: let's see. Let's see where
1: yep. this goes. Right. Yeah, I'm just happy to see that he's back. because I'm I've happy liked... to talk
2: about a Marvel book that might be good. <laughs> <laughs> um, DC <so>, fanboy. <laughs> so,
1: so you were at the Civil War panel. I was. Um, so. Online they were touting that civil war to the oath will yeah. change the Marvel Universe even more than anything in civil war. Uh, did they t- did they talk about that anymore
2: uh,
1: and during the panel uh, I just read
2: this. yeah that- so Marvel is famous for really not speaking out out of turn. When it comes to their what their future projects, no, they're, so they got their, they're famous they got for not sharing. Yeah. yeah, they just don't. They, say they share anything.
0: when it's when it's a publicist move, right? To get people to go do what they want yeah. them to do.
2: The security in anything Marvel, comic books, not as much, but especially when we get into the screenings, is the most secure thing at the con. It oh. gets kind of crazy. Um, I will say that. They showed a lot of the new Iron Man. Okay. Uh, yeah. Kiki is that her name? Uh, or Riri. It's it's yeah I think Riri. it's uh, Riri? Riri Williams yeah, yeah. I believe Riri. so. Yeah, a lot of Riri and kind of uh, where they're taking her in the direction there. Gotcha. And they didn't want to give away what happens about the oath, but uh, that it, it is. They did say I think it was volume six of Civil War two, I think issue six yeah Yeah, is going to be what really sets it like nothing's happened yet until then next one Uh, no it's two from now was yeah. Four
1: that just hit? Yeah, four just Ford. hit. Yeah. Four okay. just hit, yeah. Yeah, no, I just read online uh, about this, and they said that uh, everyone needs to pick this up if you are into the Marvel Universe, because it's going to be Marvel yeah. U- Universe changing. So I, I thought will, that was interesting that it's going to be a one shot book outside of the main Civil War that's It yeah, that doesn't
3: everything. have to mean much, because the yeah. reality is, as we know, that basically Iron Man's going to go on the bench by the end of this.
2: Yeah. That's it true. could
3: be just as simple as to, this is Iron Man going on
2: I the bench. I will say that true. listening to the panel, the one thing I came away with is that that they have the ingredients to make a really amazing uh, universal uh, book, kind of like Civil War, but with the younger generation and older generation of heroes and pitting them against each other. And someone kind of hinted to that, because there's the image of uh, the new Spider-Man, Miles Miles, uh, Miss Marvel, and Spider-Gwen all like burning up their their cards the avengers their avengers card. cards okay uh and with because are a lot of conflict in the upper stage i think that that would be a really great comic because in their universe there's a lot more uh, that age grab they're they're building a really solid young group of avengers and i think if they were to conflict against the our generation of avengers i think that storyline would be really awesome And they hinted towards that with this new, so maybe that might be around. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see what uh, what is involved in that. Uh Uh, Marvel also
1: announced that Jeff Lemire, Charles Soule, and Lionel Francis Yu are going to be doing a six-issue miniseries, uh, Inhumans vs. the X-Men. Now That's going to be one of their uh, winter events. Uh, they, they just talk mostly about the miniseries, but I'm sure there's gonna be some tie-ins in there from their books as well. Uh, what do we think about in Humans versus X-Men by these guys? I mean, it's Lemire
2: so. I mean, Lemire's great. I think it'll be great in the Marvel Universe when the bad guys come back. All the (laughs) like it's not fighting each other, but yeah, you
3: we bring up earlier, you know how crossovers and all this, you may have a little bit of fatigue, and you may have a little bit of like, why is why is Batman and turtles together and all this, but it seems more ridiculous
2: with the heroes and heroes.
3: Yeah, yeah, I, I, you're gonna have to give me a much deeper story before I'm gonna care about that.
2: Yeah, it's and again not to uh, reiterate, but with the. DC Comics you see that they went the dark route Mm-hmm. They've gone through that. Now they're giving us our heroes back, yes. and I think that Marvel needs to follow that line. Give I think us our heroes back. Let me let me see Iron Man punch some bad guys in the face. Yep.
1: I I think that if they if they did something where they brought back um, the core concepts, <laughs> but also continued yeah, with the newer continue
2: to drive with this new the newer Avengers. I'm really interested. Bring, in. Yeah. Do you know continue continue
1: doing Miss Marvel? Continue doing Miles. Continue you know doing that. Don't don't stop you know growing new characters. And DC is continue to have. New characters in their books, or to grow new ones out of their stories, yeah. but uh, but people do want. At the end of the day, they want. They do want. When it comes to superhero comics, I think people do want uh, what they love. They want. They want to see. If you're a Thor guy, you want to see Thor with his hammer, mm-hmm. uh, fighting evil. You want to see Spider-Man going against mm-hmm. one of his numerous villains. You want mm-hmm. to see um, Iron Man or Cap. Uh, the new characters are fun, and if they
2: catch on and they earn that level of love. Give me that book too. They they did mention offhand that they haven't fully decided that Riri is actually going to take the name Iron Man. Okay, interesting. So that's very interesting. Um,
1: At uh, one of the Spider-Man panels, they talked about how their big crossover is going to be the Clone Conspiracy. (laughs) They're going to be um, (laughs) plucking from. uh, Sorry. They're
3: going to be. They're going to be plucking. We use a four-letter word Uh. around here. And we say no blank given. Uh, So, yeah. um, They're going to be doing... uh, uh, Just... Fill it in. You can imagine <laughs> it it at like, home. Really. Um This no, sounds awful. I'm just gonna no, call no, it out. Like it, like we don't yeah, <laughs> I, but this. I, I was trying not to, man. No, I, forget, but I it. forget it. Forget it. Call call it no, no, but but here's call the thing. Call the turd in the punch it's, bowl, it's to, his, to turn his, the
1: punch no, bowl. No, no, it's no, his no,
2: no. it's his childhood. It's, it's all No, 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 no. You know, I actually have a I've I've not read the We t- have said that this is our opinion podcast, you know? This Sure, sure. If you This is awful want another run of Clone Wars Come in and tell me why, because I'd love I love having these conversations. Somebody's burned the Marvel universe or the
0: the entire Indi- or Marvel Comics um, company to the ground when the first mm-hmm. time they did this. Somebody, well, yeah, no, I get it. well.
1: <laughs> That's things that it's only so. So what they announced was that That's it's going to visit a
0: pile of
1: well. Okay, so 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 what they announced <laughs> is uh, Dan four. Slott is going to be writing a six issue mini series called um, the Clone Conspiracy. Uh, they're going to for him. Yeah, he's going to be hearkening. No, but I mean, uh, that's the thing, is that like the editor of the Spider-Man books, he was a kid when he uh, was in the 90s, and he talked about how much he loved certain aspects of the Clone Saga, but hated others. Right. And they're going to try and take some of the stuff that was cool about it and, and okay. um, put it out. No, I'm just saying, but for Spider-Man fans and who've been enjoying Dan Slott's run... Um, Dan Slott, I
3: mean, great. can be trusted with Spider-Man. So, so here's my point about that you're not appealing to anything more than your your existing your base sure, that you base. already built and then therefore it's not news
1: well there you go no yeah you mean,
3: know, you're, here's sure. what you get you know this i mean we're not covering the next thing in every no line of of all this stuff this is a well, no, well, they announced that it was going to be called Dead No More, and they
1: actually teased it with different comics. And then they, uh, at San Diego, said... Um, just kidding, we lied to you. Are they, they
0: going to bring back Gwen Stacy? Is that what that well, means? Oh, they, well, they already have, yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, so, but they, so they formally announced that, so the Dead No More isn't going to be a company-wide crossover, it's just going to be a Spider-Man thing. All right. Uh, which is what some people were wondering about. Um, It's
0: going to be amazing!
1: uh, This last little piece was just something that I heard, and I wanted to hear it from people who are Walking Dead fanatics that are sitting around me. Um, Never heard of it. Robert Kirkman at San Diego Comic-Con said that originally, uh, the ending for Walking Dead, um, they have passed. Uh, originally, when he first started *Walking Dead*, he made the comment
3: that it yeah. was he had it planned out to about 150. Yeah, he said past that. Uh, yeah, he said he said
1: Alexandria was going to be his endpoint uh, originally in his head, mm-hmm. but then he decided that he's going to continue on, and he says the ending is now changed. So well, I'm
0: just yeah, because yeah. sure. I but mean, I'm just <laughs> curious, what do you think about if *Walking Dead* had ended at Alexandria? Um... Would've been a soft ending. Yeah, honestly, I'll give it. I'll say that. Because what happened in the, the very last issue? I don't know if you've read that yet. I Richie. Yeah, I. I you no, you haven't, because you're doing trades. Yeah. So the thing that happened in the very last issue that just that just came out, which was one. I will
2: say that Tim almost totally ruined it for me. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was awesome. He couldn't. And he.
0: But didn't it, that's you already. You're beyond Alexandria at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm and way behind. Yeah. Now, now, see, for for a little while there, that book had a little bit of a lull to me, where I still didn't mind reading it. Right. But it didn't hold the same passion to where I wanted to read it once we got the boxes in the store and we were unpacking them. Right. And it's getting back to that point again, to where I want to read it when we unbox mm-hmm. it at the store. Mm-hmm. Like I like it that much. I'll make a point to read it on Wednesday. Or I mean Tuesday when we're unpacking stuff. It's not like. Right when it comes out of the box, like it was, right. you know, in, in the uh, '40s and '50s era right. when it was just, oh my god,
3: right. <laughs> That's that's funny because I read the last one and, and basically skipped to the last page and had skipped, I don't know, 15 issues to get to that one. Yeah, and I was just like,
2: yeah, all right. But so for me though, I I know that you didn't like Negan. Um, Not necessarily initially. It was, no,
0: to me he's just so. To me it was. Uh, when you get to an uh, an arc in the story and you've done the big bad guy, right, right, and then you get to a new big bad guy, they, they, he had to really flesh out Negan in a different way. Yeah, for me to be okay with it, and as, as weird as that sounds, like yeah, no, I, I, I could have jumped off the book and just not cared. Right, um, but when you started fleshing out Negan and giving him a different purpose of what he's doing. And with his really, really dark sense yeah. of humor, I started liking him. Okay, yes. So it's it's kind of like what Bill Willingham did when he did Fables, because he did the adversary in the first run. Well, once you find out who the adversary is, you got to go a different route. Right. Mm-hmm. So then he came up with another character that's really dark. Like the adversary. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, why are you rehashing the story you just wrote?
2: Right. So <laughs> and I can see that being an issue for Kirkman in general because the story itself is if they're not going to search for cure, which is your typical zombie thing. I never want them to search for cure. Right. But in this case, then it's just t- trying to overcome society itself and kind of build through within that. And for me, when Negan came along, um, and the expansion of that universe, where you TV viewers are just experiencing that. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: the uproar. Right. Of the oh. well, we gotta know who he, where the bat went. I gotta, I right. gotta know. I'm like that's something yeah. that was funny to me. Yeah. I just, I just started laughing. I was but like, you guys are all freaking out about. <laughs> you have no have you never experienced a cliffhanger in your life? Really? <laughs> read more comic that, books. That is a read them monthly because this is kills. every month with Kirkman, for the most yeah. part. Oh yeah, this is most and, comic books. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, and, oh, guess what? Come back for the next. I mean, they've been doing this since the beginning. of movies right? oh yeah Serials, yeah, because they, they, they would they would and, show like you a uh, what is a five minute little serial yep. about gunfighters, yeah. and one of them looks like they get shot off a cliff or something, and you got to come back to find out how yep. it resolves the next results. week. So next yeah. week mm-hmm. yeah, they've been doing this for ever. <laughs> so when people freaked out about Negan, and i love shots to see these Negan. people
3: have gone back in the past and watched uh, when it was a TV show, Wild Wild West. Oh God, oh. I remember. Those. Yes, I oh, do. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that's, that that's was awful. painful, especially watching it in a syndication, where the next episode necessarily wasn't the one before. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Nothing annoys you more. Nothing annoys... Wait. wait, uh In order. Ah, Put them in order.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so then like two weeks later, you
0: see it and you went... Oh, absolutely! So, in this, so yeah, when people finally like, especially the right. TV show watchers, when they finally get to the point where they're going to figure out what's going on, mm-hmm. there's your resolution for this part of it. But you're just at yeah, the beginning. Yeah, you're Negan, touching the Negan's the tip character of the
2: that flushes, the the one that flushes out. And now, especially, so that was my point to this is when he fleshes out and the punctuation of his story arc. Um. You can tell where it could have ended, but there's so much more. And the door he opens, moving into what we're in now, it—you don't even know where we're at now. I know, I know where it's. I know the the lay, the brick laying of it. You know nothing, John Snow. I know. <laughs> 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 but but that to me is it. It's entertainment, and it's really something I really want to know. I, I really want to know what happens. That's, that's why it kills me that I'm doing it, out trades. Yeah, you're. You should, you
0: should do the next trade and then jump into issues. I think
2: that's what I'm gonna do. There you go. Yes. This is yeah. not.
0: This is not one you should really like. I, I'm it's totally fine quick. with trade waiting on a lot of different stuff because mm-hmm. um, I'll read a couple of issues into it and then. But it's because I, I absolutely love East of West. Right. Just jumping quick, yeah. real quick here, but since Image is taken it upon themselves to release five to six comics and then taking two months off, it is really hard to want to read that monthly. They're right. making it difficult for readers to. Read that that kind of stuff monthly. Mm-hmm. So, with Walking Dead, you can't do that necessarily. Right.
2: Well, and we've already talked about why I do it in trades. It's it because, crazy? yeah, it drives <laughs> you bonkers. Like, I can't, when, even when I read it in the monthly, like, I'll get to the splash ending page and go, ah, oh, wait, I can't go again. <laughs> and then I get to, ah, oh, you go to the next
0: You know, no, I want you to, I want you to share my paint. <laughs>
2: yes, that's right.
0: <laughs> share my paint. <laughs> share the paint. <laughs>
1: All right. Um, so, uh, lastly, I was gonna try and stay away from entertainment stuff, like pure disentertainment.
0: I don't even know if I answered that last question because I don't remember it wasn't. You, you kind of, no, you did. You you did. did. Would it we We'd be did. all right if you died in Alexandria. that's okay. Did we it's do okay. We do
1: no, uh, we're just having a fun discussing same things. Well,
0: yeah, as long as he keeps the the quality up, yeah, that book can go on for forever. Issues right. sure. for all I care. I think that's how most people feel. I'm opposite in you. You, you don't, don't care. Anymore. I'm off the
3: train. I that, just, that's fine. It's 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 written out, and, and, and I I, understand. I almost came with you on that. I will yeah. say that there was the point. It was a lull. I almost jumped and off. And to just it. like you said, the new the new point now, and all basically I'm I'm at the point in time where I would just like to be fed the cliffhangers. The, I'm sorry, the cliff notes. Just, send, right. that's just fine. Just send me the notes, and when, when I get through to them, I'll just keep telling you. it's like, hey, right. hey, this is <laughs> just you. I read the, the last page. Cool. Okay.
2: Got
0: it. Like, no, hey, no, hey, that's that's well, and that's how I got with the TV show. I can watch one episode and be like yep know exactly who you are and i'm moving on don't care <laughs> not me i love them all i'm good so you pokemon uh pokemon pokemon go uh so one Sorry. of the
1: big things was i was going to try and stay away from just entertainment news because that's everywhere every year at san diego there's huge announcements but one of the big feedbacks that we get all the time from customers um in fact we got it just today uh people want to know what we feel about some of this stuff yeah because uh, we're the comic book guys we, so. are, gonna,
2: are, we sh- are we gonna announce that we're gonna do the or Have we already announced that we're going to do the... Uh, the,
1: no, w- but, but we are. Um, so we are, so w- from listener request, when the end of uh, Preacher, uh, they have one more episode, we are going to, uh, Keith, Sean, and I have read Preacher before, Richie has not, so he's going to take the first couple trades, he's okay. going to read it, and we're going to sit and we're going to talk about um, our thoughts about the show, the thoughts about the comic, uh, how we feel they... Ooh, i
0: um, got to watch that show then. Yeah. Right?
2: Yep, yes, yes. Uh, you, you got to at least up. watch the first two or I've three the episodes. I've watched first two. So. Yeah, yeah. If, if you can get gonna, that, we can get a feel of what... Yeah, I've already, I've already watched. I'll most likely so. read the trades and burn through the whole damn thing. So uh,
1: yeah, I mean it's ten episodes, so
2: <laughs> so we're going to talk <laughs> yeah. about preacher.
1: We're going to do that's going to be one of the episodes um, upcoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but people have been asking us what do we feel about this stuff. So the most controversial and the biggest one that we should talk about, uh, and we will we will this is PC, so do not worry about it. Not but <laughs> Um yeah, but it is going to be uh, this past week they premiered at least at San Diego Comic Con and in theaters. Correct. Uh, Batman the Killing joke. Yes. Uh, Richie got to see it uh, early at San Diego. Sean, and I, we went to the movie theater to see it. Um, and there's been some controversy with it, mm-hmm. and it's a very interesting topic. In fact, I've been asked a lot today uh, from people I did not even think was that into Batman what I thought about <laughs> yeah. what the Killing Joke, uh, how I felt about it. So Richie, you saw it. Um, what was the reaction there? Because you were yeah. there, and
0: Bruce was, Tim and people talked after they right. saw so, it. So yeah, you were actually in the panel with. Yes, with I was
2: with the, with with the, the creators. <laughs> I was with. I mean, so let's. Well,
3: yelled out a certain remark.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can find it online. We won't repeat it because we are a, a family podcast. But Brian Azzarello uh, said some harsh words to some people. I guess there was a lot of harsh
3: words thrown around at this panel. Okay. Well, wasn't he from from what to
0: the gentleman who, were, who was writing for Bleeding Cool? Yeah, he yes. was applying
3: to a reporter from Bleeding Cool. Yeah. So, who did not have a microphone at the time. No. And was shouting it out from the gallery.
1: Yes. Yep. Um, so we will say that there's no way we can talk about this without some minor spoilers. We're not going to give away the entire thing. I mean, it's the killing I would killing say joke. right now is a perfect time to stop.
2: If you haven't seen Killing Joke. Or if you're not read Killing Joke. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Just bounce because we're gonna talk about it. Is yeah, this for a couple of final minutes. part of the episode? Yeah, yeah, well this is a good time to stop for those that have it. If you want to know our Killing Joke opinion, we gotta talk about it. So yes. let's talk about it full bore. Okay. Okay. Um Here we go. Let's strap in everybody. All right, so everyone here has read Killing Joke, right? Yes. Okay. Never heard of it. Never all right, fair <laughs> enough. Skipped it. Okay, so uh h- how many of us are actual fans of B A T S, the animated Batman the animated series. All of us. I do like the animated series. All all of us. So Kevin Conroy, Kevin Conroy, Kevin Conroy and Mark (laughs) Hamill being the voices on this. Fantastic. It's important that you have those aspects. If you care about those three things, then you understand what it feels like to want this movie to be great. Sure. Because I've been waiting since. 94 <laughs> Sure, oh yeah. To for
1: this exact thing to happen. I, I remember when they first started up the DC animated movies. Mm-hmm. The very first thing out of people's mouths were Mark Hamill, Kevin Conroy killing joke.
2: It's all everyone's ever watched. That's what that <laughs> well, was the first is, thing that people I mean from. to be
0: fair, this is the darkest iteration Yes, it for is these absolutely. voice actors. Yeah. These
1: oh yeah, characters. definitely. <laughs> but it's a that, rated R film too, right. by the way. But is, in
2: that darkness comes a lot of conceptual uh, theories that can't be explored unless you go that dark. You know. Yes. Uh, for, for. Joker's story in general, there's a lot of sadistic things that happen, but Joker's a sadistic character. Yes. And to take him in that direction, to kind of show why he would do something like give you a flower then shoot acid in your face, you need to kind of open these dark corners and kind of shine a light on that to really flesh out the character himself. Yes. Killing Joke to me is is a just a a perfect example of why Batman is the way he is in the real continuity so a lot of people don't understand that killing joke is an elseworld which will come later
3: there is statements to the contrary to that now. I know there, there
2: a, I know there are Killing Joke was just a one shot, dude. But it was a one shot. It's, it's still, it still a story. Still and it still involves
0: Batman, movie. and it still is. A, it's because look, look at the the outcome. What did it change?
2: It changed. What but, other character that did was we the, have
0: for how many years correct. before they did new? But that was shows? because
2: of the popularity of that one shot. Nope.
0: No, she yeah. changed after that. There's She's actually this. Was, this is something
3: that. that came out recently, and all this. It was completely There's debunked, most and I right. actually spoke to the opposite of this. Right. But I read the details and all this. It was assumed. That this was going to. Alan Moore approached DC and said, I want to make a change. I want to have a lasting effect change. And it involved uh, Barbara Gordon and the paralyzation of her. And DC fully approved it. What wasn't known at the time was how long was it going to stay. They didn't know if it was just going to be quickly a storyline where she was going to rehab and get better or something along those lines. But it was fully intended to be normal. There's even a Batgirl one-shot that is being one of the most sought-after books right now. Yeah, it's kind <laughs> of
0: a prequel before... That turns around and, and
3: has the... N- it's it's a night-before kind of thing. It's the... Did Azarella write it? Because um, I don't want yeah, to... No, while ago. I think it was Phil okay. Kessel. And um, it's actually the retirement of Batgirl. It was the sign-off, uh-huh. which becomes way more relevant now yeah. with the first half of the movie. Right. Yeah. This is one of the big deals about about setting up that entire Interesting.
2: scenario. That also changes the the whole debate about the end then. Wouldn't it? About oh, the
3: very end of yeah, the, the very end of of killing, killing joke? joke?
2: Yeah, because if it was continuity, then obviously the answer's there.
0: Yes. 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 Huh. Yeah, because for the longest time it was debated, did he kill him or not?
3: Right. Yeah. Which, in the comic book, so, at the end, with the joke, right. there are two people laughing. Yes. Well, one starts with and laughing, then it, and it's two people, and, and, then, it's just one, and yeah. then it's one. And It's just yeah. Batman. And the debate, of course, is because it's all off panel, did Batman
2: all of a sudden just kill Joker right there? Right. Yes. Being in Elseworlds, you can have that argument that. You could absolutely it have that argument. Right. That, that was well, like, and even
1: even Brian Boland brought up that uh, that he did that and t- that he wanted to draw it that way, and that uh, they talked about it that they wanted people to to have that discussion. So it's uh, a great, very
3: meaningful but, and impactful end, uh,
1: right?
2: And yeah, it's a and, great and, and discussion. here's the thing.
1: Here's the thing is that is that in today's world we are so interested in continuity. Everything we we are so into that. We Back have been then, that no we have been that no, way for
0: a very long time. Yes. What the hell do you think Crisis on Infinite Earth No, out? No,
1: I know, I know, but 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 <laughs> the
0: first <laughs> legit I yeah.
1: know but but there was a time when people would do like Alan Moore and Brian Bulla Wanted to do I think a different Batman story. They put it out there um, and they did something different. Um, and I think that they want you to have the discussion, it did he kill the Joker? Well how does that fit in continuity? It doesn't like like I don't think they were thinking does this or does not does this not fit you know what I mean yeah Alan Moore writing a story and worrying about if it's in
0: continuity it's not there that doesn't make sense
1: that's what yeah. I'm saying <laughs> I'm not saying that he didn't say use this I'm not saying that he say didn't say he didn't don't
3: use they, this. Le- I'm they left saying. it very ambiguous because of the the way that, that it ended but they did not yeah it was it's not it's pretty clear at the end of it it's not intended to be uh, for sure Batman killed him. yeah so it's yeah. absolutely not meant to be that way no right
2: so after so that's the comic book so let's fast forward 20 years later let's
3: talk about this and
2: let's talk about the drop of this movie I have been waiting forever I sat in a ballroom 20 for about 4 hours and got in the first front row at ballroom 20 years later is it 30? It's closer to 30. Is it closer long to 30? Time. It's, long been long time. Time? it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Let's just say that.
1: <laughs> so And Richie's been talking about this for weeks. Yeah. To San Diego. Like 30 years.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. 30 years? Been, he was so excited for the entire life. His entire life. Almost my entire life.
2: Yes. So, I mean, outside of... There was nothing about Comic-Con. This was the reason I, I wanted to be there so badly. This was my Comic-Con trip to go see this movie. Um... Kevin Conroy was there. Mark Hamill phoned in to talk. Uh, we had um, what's the Bruce dude? Tim? Yeah, Bruce Tim was there. But I was trying to think of Greg Wu. Is that his name? What's who's the director of Hulk?
3: Hulk. I oh. can't remember his name. Oh, oh. uh, the real... Ang...
1: Ang Lee? No, it was... No, Angry. you're talking... Are you talking about the guy who directed um, yeah. Killing Joke? Yeah. Uh, yeah, his name's, um... Oh, I think it's Justin... Wu? Justin... Woo or something er- like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something relevant? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Something yeah. He's done a lot
1: of the animated movies. Almost every other animated movie he yeah. directs, so...
2: Um, and we have Bruce Tim and Azarello over there. Which I did not and, know that Azarello wrote this, so that's why... And Tara Strong, we'll talk as about well, yeah. who plays Batgirl. Yeah. And Tara Strong, also oh, an amazing yeah, voice actor. I know who from. She's the one who did the voice of uh, Harley. Harley Quinn. Oh, and the okay. She's got also you, a pony.
0: Gotcha. No, that's why my and brain and was bubbles. Like, why do I know this name? Yeah. <laughs> okay. She's a it. lot of
2: fun. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Tara Strong, an amazing voice actor. Absolutely right up there with Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill. She should be playing. The- oh, and uh what's his name? They played Perry White in the Superman. Uh, Lawrence cartoon. Fishburne? No. The really cr- cartoon. Oh, cartoon.
1: Oh, um... He yeah. was there as well. Okay. He's yeah, Commish. He plays commissioner here. Oh, uh, Ray Weiss. There you go, Ray Weiss. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you people know him from Twin Peaks and
2: from Robo Cup. Yeah, and he mentioned about Twin Peaks. I love Peaks. Ray Weiss. He's yeah. so awesome. Yeah, he, he was, was he was pretty great. He was even great in this. <laughs> so um, so they they show up Uh, Mark Hamill does a phone-in because he was doing something else. I don't know. Star Wars. Some star thing. I don't know. That's right. He should have been at the Batman panel. But uh, he did do, like, give me the phone, and it was Joker laughing at everyone, which was great. And then they showed us the movie. It starts off really great. I feel very animated animated movie uh, style coming on. I already knew for a very long time that they were going to extend the story, and the reason they had to extend the story is that Alan Moore wrote a comic book that was so tight that if you expand yes. it, even to the max, it's about 30 minutes. You have a great episode. You have a great, yeah. solid you do have a great single, episode. single episode.
1: And one of our friends today was shocked. He said, 30 minutes? I, I, I can't believe it's 30 minutes. They must have cut a lot out. And I was no. like, no, they, <laughs> they did not. Everything That's how tight that <laughs> is. Oh, no,
0: it was pretty. It was pretty spot it on. It was pretty spot on. The <laughs> funny it thing to is, it had been you. so long since I read that book, I forgot about the ending yeah I read we it walked out had the, yeah, they remind me okay. he was like no that's how it ended I was like
2: yeah I guess hey, it was uh, it's been so long since I've read this okay <laughs> but, but anyway so, so they did um, add yeah. in a new so what we're gonna do is we're gonna call this A the movie A which is the mm-hmm. prequel so what they decide to do how are you gonna extend something called that is as you know Monumental as Killing Joke. Well, let's describe the one character, the linchpin character in there that doesn't really have story. You're maybe describing
0: it, the relationship and the character that it, it's basically all set up for you to understand Batgirl. Batgirl,
2: right? Because maybe you don't. Maybe Andrew. people that are getting into Killing Joke first time don't really understand how important Batgirl is to this. So go ahead. Great idea. Love it. Batgirl has a. A story. I'm not going to get into it too much. Uh, she's kind of had it with Batman, kind of undermining her. She feels like she knows her direction. Real Nightwing feel.
0: Yeah, because she's been under under the wing for a little for while. For a while, yeah. She knows direction. She knows. Yeah. She's confident enough in her abilities yeah. to be able to handle the situation, and whatever Batman, situation that right. might be.
2: And to add it into Killing Joke, Batman essentially tells her, "You haven't hit that wall yet. And if you stick, you can't do this the way I do this until you hit the wall. You're just." Kind of playing along with me. You're still a thrill seeker, right? Yeah. yeah, it's good, but you need to hit that darkness. Once you hit the darkness, you'll understand. Yeah, once you look in the void, right. the void looks back. <laughs> right, and you figure out how to react. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, they they go through that, and she kind of deals with um, a little bit of I don't know how we describe it, but she deals with uh, something dark, and. Uh, like a guy essentially falls in love with her, and he's a crazy criminal. Man. Yeah, yeah a he's, criminal he's, he's falls in crazy. love, yeah. and she gets taken to that edge, right? And
1: Batman tells, was it? Well, so so I mean, bas-
0: so I mean, Batgirl, she... Batgirl, and You're breaking the pacing of the story a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. trying not yeah. to. Su- You're no. trying not to spoil stuff, but you already. All, all I want to do is say spoil to it off
3: if you already read. Yeah, that. yeah so,
0: so 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 the big. All I want to say is the big thing because it. It, her and Batman have relations
3: her and
1: Batman have relations <laughs> that's the first time that they get ever into happened. an argument so they there's get a into little, a little really heated a, there's, argument there's a heated yeah.
3: argument
0: um, it ends knocked, up with
3: nakedness yeah they, yep. she
0: knocks Batman on the ground and falls in, on top of him accidentally
3: and so, Batman just you know, and so, does his business and so
2: um, well then no, so the, the that, scene
0: ends with the, her popping the top yeah. off yeah. Yeah. and it pans yeah. up and then the next scene no the scene,
2: scene ends is, with me almost passing out on the floor so yeah so so and then so
0: well, the big thing here is a lot of people are very upset about this because they look at this as a father-daughter situation. Yes,
2: I and I did not see it that. that way. A, a mentor. Is like, this is a
0: mentor and a student. It's a father-daughter. You yeah. do not have this happened in this, this. You don't situation. have.
1: You don't have a. Yeah. But
0: this is actually an absolute humanistic quality. It's quality a human for thing, million like percent. Yeah, and I think they so wrote it they, that they way were, too. They were absolutely right. Well, and that's that, thing. Right? That's that was thing an with f- angle they were going for, yeah. and it made this the most talked-about thing this entire weekend.
1: It really, it really has. Well, and that's Azarello. Azarello. Has always cared about um, the story and being what he considers truthful. It's not how it fits with continuity you know, he's always been that or person. Or Cuth? Um, no, 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 no. And, you know What? no, you're, you're very true. It's about the truth of the situation. If there were two people in a dangerous situation, they work together all the time and somebody admired somebody uh, so much.
0: Correct. Uh, is there a chance well, they she will have hints throughout the entire thing about, sure. I really like this guy, but I don't know if, I don't think he likes me like this. Okay. I don't understand. Yep. And, 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 and that's, and, and that's... it was all those little, little conversations with the guy she worked with in the, what is it? The library or wherever she was. Yeah. Yeah. The library. So,
1: well and and that's the thing is that is that is that a human thing? Is that a human emotion? Would would that happen in real life? Probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, does that happen in continuity? Has it happened but, many does it happen times? In no. Comic books? No, no because people it absolutely freak out.
3: has been worked on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, well, yeah. And Azarello raises the point yeah. that there has always been hints about sure, a right, connection yeah, yeah. between the two of them. Well, yeah, yeah. It was back in the sixties, sure. It was in the Batman sixty six show. In the yeah, yeah. It was in yeah, yeah. She got it, you know it was clear in The Mask of the Phantasm. Sure. Azarello yeah. just. Uh, it was a Batman Beyond, Batman was Beyond. it was Batman yeah. Beyond yeah. so sure he just brought it out yes he did and all this other stuff and the world got bit, shocked is that woman?
1: Nobody would care. No, no, at would
3: all. Yeah. Yes, they did.
0: <laughs> not yes, they really. did. New no. Fifty Two. Oh, that's true. New Fifty Two.
3: Catwoman number one. Everybody but lost it. Their happened mind. Even before that. Yeah, I was gonna say, so did they care? doesn't matter. It happens.
0: <laughs> like, did you, you miss it? it? <laughs> no, you no. Read, there's a. You're point. not reading your. You're reading your Batman right now, freaking out. You haven't read all this other that's stuff where right. this stuff has already
3: happened. There so, is a point. Sure, there is a point right now of our society wants to defend the yes. The we've talked about this misplaced affections towards towards a woman like this you know like the de-empowerment of women or anything along those lines and sometimes that conversation comes up in areas that it, it, it's it's not as relevant, right? And I well, and I'm, it wasn't it wasn't a loss of power for Batgirl at all to give this up to Batman. No, There was two people that were in the heat of a moment, high adrenaline, you know, emotional, and then and had a connection between the two of them anyway. Yes, like there was yes. something going on between the two of them, sure. and then all of a sudden, with all that adrenaline and all that, you get misplaced emotions. Right. Sure, and that happened. Through and life, you know what? So. And 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 you get that point back in the story where Batgirl turns around and realizes herself
2: she yeah
3: that it was a mistake you know yeah. like this was this was a mistake this was an area and she gets to a different place yep she gets yep. to a different place before you even get to the which in my mind
2: point. is not only writing well for a, a girl but like treating them shockingly as just human you know this girl like I know women that have made this mistake I know lots of them that you you find a passionate thing you, you've you cared about someone and then you make it's a not mistake not just women everybody
3: makes everybody they, also, women. they also don't make Batman really clean in the situation no, no. Not at he all. He doesn't want to talk about it. He doesn't want to deal with it and all this. That's, that's a very... Starts off with ass crab
0: and ends with the, I'm going to avoid your phone calls yeah, yeah, for a little hey, while because yeah, I don't know how to deal yeah. with this. <laughs> yeah,
3: so, I mean, honestly, at the end of it, like, Batman's the immature can't handle one inside this
2: situation. Right. But this is... So, regardless of how you feel about the story or where it went this is a mind <laughs> explosion for me I can't handle it at all I was just like this this actually could happen and then it just I'm looking around trying to find like what, uh, what is that? Did- See, it wasn't that big for me I
0: just saw it and was like oh yeah, yeah. okay yeah so, well, and and when I saw <laughs>
2: Batman's hand rock run- <laughs> Grab around her hind end. I you was like, like, now I want what? to be Batman even more. <laughs> well, and,
1: and that's one of the things. That's one of the. That's one of the things I found so interesting is that the people that I've talked to today, and um, a lot of them have been Batman diehards like Richie. They have been. They have been. Um, uh, they have been um, stout um, Batman
2: um, purists. I'm really and, glad I wasn't with you guys because you'd have made fun of me. <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah. you anyway. uh,
1: yeah. And and and, and, it, and it's one of those things where um, it's so. Fun. I know that probably somebody listening right now is just like you guys are insane because I, I had I brought up some of these exact same points today, and people were like, "No, that needs to." No, be. that never happened. Yep. I mean, it needs
0: to be erased. Yeah, it needs to, no because they can't deal with it. How yeah, many somebody said they're going to put it in context for what
3: it is. Right. Right.
1: Yes, and and I agree. And that's my big thing is that is that this was an animated movie. Um, they well, they, this, they
3: here's
1: the other thing. These are all just they're stories. They're it's stories. Just a story. It's a story.
3: No, no, no. now I, now we get into the point that. I I really think is more germane to this that has come out twice this last weekend that I think is much better, is that there have been two high-profile people who have come out and basically started talking about the idea that the the contract between the creator to yes. the consumer... Yep. That contract is no longer, yeah. no longer treated the same. It is the no. entitlement that creators owe me what, what they, owe yes. they owe me. They owe me what I want whatever
0: far-fetched, crazy weird thing is that I decide that is yeah. I'm owed this. Right. Yes. And Even though I
3: had nothing to do with The reality the is all we get, all we get at the end of the day is the choice to whether to support it or not. Yep, that's it. So, yep. You can say I, I hate this story. I, yep. I can't believe they yeah. did this. Yep. And you know do what you should go, do? Do not go and buy the don't Blu-ray. Don't buy it.
1: Do not go out and yeah, buy don't the Blu-ray. Yep. If you heard this you and said with your this dollars. is, they're yeah, like if, if, people death threats over this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> wrong, not,
0: wrong
3: path. No, that's right. That's right. Brian Josh Sweden. Yep. And, and Neil, Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. And Neil Gaiman both came out and have talked about that entitlement and the idea, and have talked about how it is really powerful for fans to get behind something. Yes. And to encourage it and to support it and to nurture it and. To do, to yep. do, to take it beyond and, and make make fan fiction over it, yep. and to to get invested into it. Yep, things can happen from that. But the line is demanding that they deliver what you want. Yes, mm-hmm. and that when it's contrary, the or live long enough to
0: see yourself become
3: the uh, When it becomes contrary to what that, you want. <laughs> Then that's where the problem exists. Yeah, is because 100%. that's when the fans
0: go that's when they, too far. That's when they lose their minds. Yep. And they start blowing up your Twitter feed, so you have to cancel Twitter. Mm-hmm. And they start doing everything to make you wanna not talk to fans
3: anymore. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Well and that's what that's, that's what it, happened that's with what Whedon, Whedon. He disappeared um, because he, he said, you he, know what? Yeah, he loves this guy. I love everything Whedon's yep. done and all this. Yep. And the fan base drove him away from creativity. Yep. We didn't get new stuff. I, I got pissed we didn't off get because all this.
0: Black Widow and Hulk. Had a tender moment in Avengers.
3: Yep, yep. And, and, and they he lost he, their minds. You know
1: what? And, and you know what? He brought, up, he, he brought up a good point. <laughs> no one had ever done a Black Widow Hulk relationship. No one's ever done that. So he was creating something, quote unquote, new, and he wanted to try it out. And that's what people say all the time: we want something new. Now, does that Let mean that don't. it? But but it doesn't. It doesn't. Sometimes it works, and sometimes that's, it does not. And you know what? A lot of people. A lot of people said that it did not work, and that's okay. It you know that's that's fine. We. Tried something, um, but telling him that he should never work on Marvel again and, and that he should die and, and I'm going to beat your children and, and all this kind of all stuff this <laughs> stuff is, <people> say. <laughs> he 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 owed it. The, the only thing that a creator wants to make art for people to enjoy. That's what creators want to do, but they do not owe it to you personally to go and make your movie-going experience the best thing
0: in the world. Yeah, that, that's it, not. If you want it, you go make your own.
1: You go make your own. Yes, and Neil Gaiman brought up. Uh, uh, paraphrasing, it was a great quote. Uh, we've been talking about it. Um, he basically said that fan, like Keith was saying, fan love can, can do many great things. It kept Star Trek going. When Star Trek got canceled, it was the fans that brought it back. There would not be a Star Trek movie today if fans were not around. Doctor Who, the thing that everyone loves, it was gone for a long time. Fans brought that back. But it gets to a point where they cross a line, and people think that they are owed something huge. Huge when they go out and buy a book or a movie that they are owed
3: a huge thing do you want to make the bet today that given the opportunity Joss Whedon would even be afraid of going back to Firefly because of how it's been he, built up. I don't think he can. The well, hype is too much there. Yeah. Well, and, and, and okay. That's <laughs> the point. Saying it because like he can't because Fox won't let him or whatever, that's totally sure, different sure. conversation. But if he could... But because of what the fan expectation would be to, to deliver on this, would... <laughs> (laughs) could get to the point of paralyzing for the creator well and and he also I love Twin
0: Peaks absolutely love that show it's one of my top three favorite shows ever Mm -hmm. right they're getting ready to do more episodes and I am scared (laughs) to the to the degree because I don't know what they're going to do with it sure You know, sure, and that's a fine reaction. No idea where it's going to go. That's fine reaction. But if David Lynch is in it, David Lynch wanted to make some more. I will still be in for the ride because I watched even the really horrible episodes in the second season that almost killed the
1: show. (laughs) David Lynch wanted to make some new shows. He's made some new shows, and he's put he's going to put them out there for you. That is what he is. That was what he needed to do, and that was his end of the bargain. It's now if if you watch them and hate them. If I
0: watch them and I don't like then, the first couple episodes, I will stop watching it.
1: Yep, and you have the exact right to stop watching it. But going to David Lynch and going, you shouldn't. Well, uh, you David Lynch would not. Care. I might go
0: to his house. <laughs> David Lynch <laughs> would not care at all. But He'd be um, like, <laughs> Diane told me to come here. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, David Lynch about, would not care. The
2: but. thing I want to add to that though is it doesn't Sorry. mean that you can't like say you don't like it. Sure. No. An opinion yes. is great. Yes. It's when you take that opinion to be like, you know, that it means anything more than that. That. Yes. An opinion is simply an opinion. It's not a fact, and it doesn't mean that you're right. Yep. When we say, like, oh, we're really struggling with Marvel, and we just, you know, I there really wish... There are people that do just that buy Marvel. That is all opinion.
0: Yep. No, we have customers that they, they love yeah. what's going and, on in Marvel. and that's, And they don't buy anything. So yep.
2: We've never said once that Marvel needs to tie up and throw down, like, walk away, stop being Marvel. It's not... Fact. What we say is an opinion. It's how we feel about something. And, And the other big, big point in this that's lost is that.
3: With that aside the second half of this movie, the Killing Joke actual part, was done masterfully. It was 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 the Killing Joke story. Fantastic.
2: So let's move into movie B, which is Killing Joke. (laughs) Which was awesome. So you get your 30 minutes of what is essentially the entire comic, and you get to hear Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy just sling philosophical soliloquies. Oh yeah.
3: You're gonna gonna
0: hate this opinion.
2: Oh, Oh, here we go. Well, brilliance.
0: I thought Kevin Conroy's deliverance was a little bit flat.
2: Ding. Okay. Right on. No, I'm not. I, I, I thought agree it was with you. Flat. But Mark I, Hamill
0: yeah. rocked that.
2: I think Mark it Hamill was
0: great. awesome. I
1: think Kevin Conroy was doing the. Um, I don't know. It
0: didn't bother no, me. So there, was, Ted, he, I
1: didn't hear a
3: lot of emotional inflection in anything he did in that entire. There, film. there was no, something didn't. to Not be really. said. <laughs> there was something to be said if you take the context of the Killing Joke book itself, that this story is way more Joker than it is Batman. Yes. Absolutely. And it is Joker's point to Batman to say. We're just the same guys here, right? right. And like, and he's doing it in he. This is the most sane Joker you've ever seen. Absolutely, this is a man who is has who is acting with clarity. Now he's doing it in psychotic ways. Yeah, but he is absolutely acting with the I have seen the light. I have complete clarity, and I even I'm even chasing back to where I say that the point went wrong in my life, and I can put a finger on no. it, and I know it all now because of this. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, look, get along, get with me and understand this and agree you know, with me and all this and and Batman is still treating this from the very beginning of a just another matter of fact it's just Here Joker, Joker. Yeah, it's being just Joker. his thing it's just nature. what's gonna happen I'm gonna have
0: to deal with the fallout nope. I need to stop it before it's too so, bad and he
3: gets angrier and angrier because this is definitely especially the way this came out originally right. this is an this is an amplitude of, of Joker that's mm-hmm. never been hit before right. this is just straight. Right up to 11. Yeah.
2: He's turned it all the way. This is simply put, the darkest thing that Joker's done. Oh, yeah. Even with Death of the Family and Scott Snyder it's and pretty, stuff, it's just, pretty dark they now. let Alan Moore go places that only Alan Moore well, can take. Well, the opening of the you. book was brilliant. Yeah. and Hey, but, we're spending time together.
0: Oh, a knock on the door. Dude, do, dude. Do, do. Oh, God, I'm shocked right. in my spot. <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah. And you're just like, whoa. Yeah. That,
2: yeah. whoa. <laughs> so, so, for me... I I agree with you on the Kevin Conroy point. I would say that Kevin Conroy's. The problem with Batman is the bravado that is Batman, especially. There's no one that can get to that like Kevin Conroy, but Kevin Conroy's best Batman days are behind. I know, I'm aware. His age has. He can only do so much, and. For me, the more nostalgic of that Joker, that Batman... I've been reading it in his Batman voice. Yeah, but you've put it up mm. in a pedestal.
3: Yeah, And I'm yeah. fine with it. That. And that's fine. I can ride that for... Ba- ba- the... Basically, I, I I would give all credit to Mark Hamill, because he delivered Yeah, he was fantastic. so, but Mark Hamill, so yeah. masterfully in this. And and it's not that Kevin Conroy didn't well, and the, took away from it, the girls yeah. the but it's
2: did, just not... Her, it's
3: not the focus. Tara Strong, yeah,
2: Tara Strong did really well. Yes, no, she she, did, she did. But the thing about... And I I would agree with the point being that this is more of a Joker story, and even if Conroy on his best day was not going to compare to Mark Hamill doing finally doing Killing Joke. Sure. And he, thankfully, Hmm. Hamill brought it. He did. And just gave you everything you've ever wanted. Mm -hmm. You don't need to hear anyone doing the fake Hamill description of the story. You can just do it. Yeah. That's movie B. So, so now let's put them together. Well, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna
1: say. Um, I mean, we could. A&B. I mean, we could do a whole episode and, Easy. and probably we should. Yeah. Um. I guess. I guess. Uh. Just because we could talk about this all night. Let's just talk about what we did. We like it. What are our thoughts personally, and uh, how did you feel when you saw it? Um, well, so, we pretty much so, got so, no. No, I know. I know. But did you? Okay. Let's did just summarize so really, it up, up okay. in a minute. Yeah.
3: Exactly. I, yeah. I was yeah.
2: completely satisfied. Completely satisfied. Richie, what do you think? Uh. Uh, personally, what do you personally, think? Personally, gr- great. I would, I, I, will own it, and I will, I will watch it.
0: Okay. Uh, Sean, what do you think? Okay, so I am actually somebody who doesn't watch a lot of the animated features for mm-hmm. DC. I just don't. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Um, I do own the Batman animated series. I do like that a lot. Yeah. So I was kind of excited to watch this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liked it. But I'm not. i gonna own it. Honestly, yeah, gotcha. it was. It was fine.
1: Was it good it was. enough
2: to watch it in theaters? It was good enough. To I watch think it that. In the theaters. I, I
0: think we all agree that
1: it,
3: that was a cool experience. I it was good enough to watch. I don't know if I watch again. Right.
2: Yeah. That's yeah. That's, um, uh, that's and, exactly and, and and I enjoyed I don't know
1: and, ever and watch it again. So. I mean I guess going into mine, um, I enjoyed going to the movie theater. I enjoyed that. I'll always say I saw Killing Joke in the theater. Um, I thought that was a lot of fun. Uh, I am not a Batman purist, so. Uh, the only Batman animated that I have are ones that I consider really, really great. Uh, so I have The Dark Knight Returns, which I enjoyed both of those. I enjoyed Under the Red Hood. <laughs> so you
0: haven't even seen the um,
1: second one of that yet? <laughs> yeah, I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed both of those. I love the animated series. I think it's fantastic. Um, I'm still gripping with if I want to buy Killing Joke, so I will say that I liked it, but I did not love it. I did not hate it, though. I liked it. I mean, that's gonna... I mean, it's, uh, yeah. I, I'm i gonna go pretty 50-50 on it. Um, so... Uh, so yeah I think, I think it's fun we can one of these days we
2: may have to go into a whole thing cause no it's I, sort of, think, I think we covered it yeah, yeah, cool. I, games, I all I'll say go. is that movie A and movie B are really they're great. different but, but what bugged bit. me is that movie A as you can tell from how we talked about it how this weekend has handled it overcame what Alan Moore had done with getting killing joke. K- yeah with killing joke. Yeah, absolutely like the whole point it was to be the, the one point the, 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 the one 20 yeah 20 seconds of
0: right. scenery yeah ate it up for the rest of this. It just
2: slaughtered, yeah. It just took away from what Killing Joke should be, and that's that's unfortunate. Because Killing Joke is so good, the the things that joker does are so sadistic and they've all been ghosted yeah but it's that's just initial shock people will turn around I and agree. move past that and
3: evaluate the movie for for yeah. its entirety i really hope so because that's, <laughs> that's that's all, really that's do. the only that's the only fair way to look at it yep i agree um all right so uh we're going a little bit uh,
1: long here so let's just do a speed round because people want to know our opinions um okay. about some of the yeah, so, yeah some of the or stuff North that people, people have yeah yeah just really quickly um people want to know wonder
0: woman trailer what do we think. Sean? I thought it looked cool and she looks completely badass. So you're in. I'm absolutely in. She's watching her just beat the hell out of people. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I could watch them just a whole... You yeah. don't even need the mm-hmm. rest of the plot. She could just go stab people and stuff. I'd be cool with that. Alright,
1: okay.
2: Richie? We'll do another one and I'll, I'll put my opinion on it. Okay. Do it um, that way. all right Um that way. Alright. So just pick another one. Okay, uh, Justice League? Justice was- League for me, I think was a solid. I, I was a little... Uh, worried about their banter because it seemed a little avenger to me like they were trying to pull off Whedon outside of that I'm ready to watch it let's see what goes okay and then
3: uh, Doctor Strange for Keith I uh, didn't see anything new that made me care about it anything more, but I was in for the movie anyway. Okay, and uh, I think my
1: f- two favorite trailers were Wonder Woman and Doctor Strange. So, oh hell yeah! Um, all right, so that's going to end up this episode here. SDCC uh, is just too much to fit in. Actually, heart. the
3: one you missed in all this, I thought that was bigger, was the the thirty second Katana trailer. For oh, that was cool. Yeah, Suicide Squad. Yeah, mm, uh, I was just, more important to show how. Uh, she was going to handle uh, Harley Quinn. Sure, yeah. And yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that that was the best example that this Harley Quinn could be absolutely amazing. Yeah, no, her, I'm on her side. Her voice, for her inflection, her way of talking about it, and all this kind of stuff, if she carries that through, because I think the rest of the trailers actually don't show a very good Harley Quinn personality. They don't do, I a lot, no. I think this one did.
1: Yeah, Excellent. yeah, I'm definitely check that out. So, uh, yeah, like Richie said, there's so much more we could talk about, but. Uh,
2: uh, there's just so much time that we have so, I'm uh, not done yet, they've just tied me up and bring out the duct tape so I can't talk anymore so. that's right, exactly
0: <laughs>
2: that's
1: right um, so well, we want to thank you for joining us again and uh, we hope you've enjoyed this uh, we will see you next week for some more comic goodness
0: red Mary I'm Spider-Man Johnny Blaze, the human torch to breaking hearts, Tony Stark's the Iron Man, living large, I do it big, giant man, I read a lot of
1: comics in my school days, Big Chain, Luke Cage, Berserker Rage, the girl on my side clops like Jean Grey, Her X-Man, no X-Man, I'm Team A, and I got two kinds of hope, that's green and gray, and I'm known to hold the hammer like Beta Ray,
2: switch chips like Mystique